0: Hello and welcome to Insights, the podcast with your host, Joe Parnay. Join me in this deep exploration of our personal journeys from ambition to meaning, where we stop living life fast and start living life deep. This is a journey of waking up and realizing that our lives have never been about us, but about others. True success leaves positive ripple effects on other souls. I believe that success needs to be redefined from our own personal ambitious endeavors to be redefined as the value that we leave and give to others around us. Join me now as we begin this journey to deeper connections, even more fulfillment, some fun, curiosity, life, love, and all good things. Your deeper journey from ambition to meaning starts right now. Hello and welcome to episode 26. It's Joe here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And once again, I really deeply appreciate all your wonderful messages of uh, what you're loving about these, these podcast series. So today, today my message to you has been inspired by the beautiful and gorgeous Earl Nightingale, who is no longer with us. He passed away in the 80s. And Earl Nightingale is one of my personal developmental heroes. He had a He was the first person to have a mainstream media uh, program on personal development on commercial radio in the United States in the 1950s. And just recently, I reconnected with good old Earl, um, because back in 1998, I was given a cassette tape, a series of cassette tapes, cassette tapes, can you believe it? Bloody cassette tapes. And back then on these recordings was a 31-minute was a audio clip called The Stranger's Secret. So if you want to listen to the full recording, just go to YouTube and search Earl Nightingale, The Stranger's Secret, and you'll find if, if it's the 31-minute version, that's the one that I'm talking about. And in there, he talks about lots of things, lots of amazing things. And I just recently re-listened to it, as I said, just for the first time in 20-plus years. And there was something in there that he shared that is so simple and so profound and so accurate and so appropriate for uh, the current situation. And this is what it is. He says, "The the opposition, what is the opposite of courage is not fear. The opposite of courage is not cowardice. The opposite of courage is conformity the opposite of courage is conformity. Now, if you were with me in a live audience, I would love to know what that translates to for you. And if it's all right with you, I would love to share with you my insights into what that means to me. Conformity, of course, we know what that means. It means to be a, well, this is my version of it. It means to be a slave to what others want you to be. It means being more loyal to the expectations of what others think you should be and should be doing more you're like you're, you're, you're more loyal to that than you are to what's within you. And we've all had this um, you know many times in my teens and early 20s, I was under um, I wouldn't say considerable pressure, but I certainly felt the pressure of behaving in a way that my parents expected me to, to behave. I certainly wasn't a rebel of any of any. I mean, I had long curly hair, and my dad kept telling me off for growing it. But that's pretty much as rebellious as I got. But the point I want to make is, what does this actually mean? That the opposition to courage is conformity. Before I share even more insights, like I want to really dive deep into conformity, I want to tell you, I want to share with you a bit more about courage, and that is that I believe that it takes courage to be you, to be me, to be ourselves. It takes a lot of courage to look within and discover what lights you up and then be on a mission to live that that thing, to live that mission, to live that, to live by your values, to live what you think is important, to live by your beliefs that you feel, you genuinely feel in the fiber of your being is, is, is uh, what you are. To live, you know, in some circles, they say to live your brand. By brand, I'm not talking about commercial brand. I'm talking about the brand of you, the brand of me and to to have the courage to be you we all need to be prepared to be misunderstood because the more we live the more loyal we are to our own values to our own individualized emotional compass the more different we can be to other people and we can be misunderstood it's as simple as that you know i've come across lots of clients over the last, you know, thirteen, fourteen years, uh, in my trainings, in my group work, in in, in some of my individual work, on one-on-one, where and it, this happens more typically, based on my experience with a man than it does with a woman, although it happens with both, and that is where they have remained prisoners of their parents. They're not living in the same house. They're actually married with their own families, but they instead of being loyal to their wives or to their husbands or to their girlfriends or boyfriends or partners that they're more loyal to their family by blood like their mom or their dad than they are to their own partner this is a uh, an example of what i'm talking about when it comes to conformity having you know it's folding to the pressures of what you know you how you're meant to be and it's easy to do that it doesn't take courage to do that it doesn't take courage to just work out a way to fit into a to a tribe or fit into a family or to fit into a a team or whatever it might be. And as I'm sure you can appreciate, and as I've shared on other episodes here, that there's a massive difference between fitting in and belonging. When we belong to a tribe or to a group or to a team, we've been accepted for who we are, that we're we're belonging to that tribe, or to that team, because there is a genuine values alignment. Our emotional compasses are pointing in the same general direction where we don't feel that we're being judged we feel that we're accepted and loved and supported and embraced and and that's that's what belonging means fitting in means behaving in external ways you know differently so we can be the same in inverted commas not really the same but to act like the same as the other people so we can fit in and be accepted and a lot of people conform conform to society and, and i'm not saying to become a rebel to society what i'm saying is i'll, I'll give you an example of what i'm trying to say here about conforming to society earl nightingale in his recording the Stranger's secret says you know i'm not quoting verbatim here because his language is so delightfully elegant and he says in, in there something along the lines of how you know if you were to ask any any person uh, he says, it's a 1950s recording, right? So he says, he talks about man. He doesn't even mention women. It's it's quite uh, hilarious from that perspective. And ladies, please do not misunderstand me as I say that. But it's, it's so patriarchal, it's ridiculous. Anyway, the point I want to share with you is that he says, and I'll say it as a person, he says, um, you know, most people, if you ask them why they go to work, they don't know why they go to work or why they go to that particular job or why they're doing that particular job for a living. You know, it's almost like they're they're living by default. That the way that they're living, it's because everyone else is doing this, so I'm going to do it, or everyone else does that, so I'll do it. You know, I'll, you know, they're sort of conforming to the um, to the mediocrity of um, what can be found out there, right? So, the courage to conform. The courage to conform. Listen to that. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine a book called "The Courage to Conform." Oh my lord! I- I'm going to share with you that it takes a lot of guts to be you if being you means being very different to lots of people out there. What is fascinating is that the current situation, and listen, this is not a pandemic. This is so not a pandemic. We are in a situation, not a pandemic. And I'm not just being smart with words or just reframing or anything like that. If you want to know what a pandemic really is, Go back to 1918, the Spanish flu, when 50 million people died. 50 million people died of the Spanish flu. 14,000 Australians died. There was only 5 million people living here in Australia back then. 14,000 died back in 1918. There were people who would wake up in the morning and by the afternoon, they they would have lost their family to the flu, to that pandemic, whatever that Spanish flu was back in 1980. Now, that is not a situation. That is a pandemic. We are not in a pandemic. We are in a situation. And it's just a different situation. It's actually a rare situation. And it's in these days that we've got an opportunity to get clearer on who we are, who we want to become. What aspects of us we've failed to engage with that we need to recruit into ourselves? This is a phenomenal opportunity, as Eckhart Tolle says, to look within. And I don't know what you've been listening to. I've been listening to different things. I, I, I um, I'm always curious to know what's out there, people's opinions in terms of their their perspective on on what's going on and all that kind of thing. And you know, I've listened to all kinds of things, ranging from you know the theories around 5g's potential contribution to the situation through to the powers at b and china's alter alternative agenda and all these different conspiracy theories now i am not a fervent believer in conspiracy theories only because whenever i dive deep into any of them i get depressed and i've made it a habit over the last 13, 14 years, running my own coaching business to only expose myself to things that make me feel good. As my wife said to me a long time ago, you know, when we go and see a movie, she says, unless it makes me feel better, then what's the point of seeing it? And I thought that's a good point. So that's one way of looking at it. I know that we can argue the opposite way. I get that. But what's interesting is, you know, some of the things that we're hearing in in, um, in mainstream media. And the reason why I'm taking this conversation this way is because I want to give you an example of how what this, you know, the opposition of courage is conformity and what this means. So I've had a couple of friends who have been in situations recently where they've had to be certified um, for the flu shot because they've got uh, elderly parents who are living in places where they need to be certified flu shots to go and uh, see them. And a couple of my friends, and this is not an example of conformity, by the way, this is uh, this is difficult. This is what this is, is that it's difficult to sometimes not conform when something beyond the thing that you conform into is more important. Like I know to a very dear friend of mine, it means the world to him to visit his, his, his mother on a regular basis. So he has to sacrifice conformity for a higher being, a higher value, a higher calling, a higher priority, which is the preciousness of his relationship with his mother, which I dearly respect. And I think it's is just beautiful, it's gorgeous. Outside of situations like that, beyond that, where there's no other higher cause, we need to make a conscious decision on whether we conform or whether we have the courage to be loyal to what we believe you know what's interesting is you know how there's all this talk about um tracer apps and how it's not compulsory yet and it's mandatory uh, it could be mandatory down the track or you know we're all going to have to be vaccinated and all these kinds of things i'm not going to enter into the conversation of Pro vaccination or negative to vaccination. And my opinion of that doesn't really matter where I sit, you know, in the context of this conversation. But sometimes we get challenged in life where we need to make a conscious decision to be more loyal to what is true to us, our truth, our philosophy, our values, what we stand for, in comparison to the easiness of conforming to society. So let me give you a real life example. Um, so just recently, as most of you who so those of you who are listening to this who are parents, especially if you've got kids who are in primary school, of course you're we're all uh, at home with our children right now, and you know there's an online portal and you've got to go and do all these different classes and things. And someone in my life who I deeply admire, truly deeply admire beyond any word, is my wife because for so many years ever since i've met her she's been true to herself even when like all of us as we're traversing through our 20s and 30s where we think we know ourselves but we don't and we get to our 40s and 50s and we begin you know wisdom the, the seeds of wisdom begin in our early 40s as we grow older we become smarter if you know what i mean life smarter and but from the very beginning she was loyal to herself and this is how I've learned how to how to be clear on who I am through her. And just recently, she made what I believe a courageous decision to not conform to having the children um, be educated through an online portal that we have to pay school fees for. Now, I'm not entering into the debate of whether this is a good thing or not a good thing. But what I love is that she went and invested money in, books that conform, this is a different frame of conformity, um, they conform to the grade six curriculum criteria. So we've got books here that uh, with no jargon that allow, allow us, and I shouldn't say me, because I shouldn't say us, I should say her, because I haven't been doing any of the homeschooling, she's been doing the homeschooling, but doing this homeschooling with them the way that she has been with with these books that follow the curriculum has been just beautiful like the giggles I can hear from the study from this my boys um the way that she she takes them through the, the the class and it's just amazing and she had to uh communicate well we both had to communicate with both teachers that we weren't going ahead with the uh online portal and one of the teachers got back to us and was rather you know quite supportive and said I understand this we're here to support you if you ever need us Um, please communicate this to the school principal so we can take you out of the circuit of assessments and reports for the term and all this sort of thing. So we did that, haven't heard back from him yet. And the other teacher was narky. was actually very narky, very borderline rude with my wife, borderline disrespectful. And yet she stood her ground because she courageously believes in what she believes to be the right thing for our children. And I really admire that. And this is the message that I want to share with you in this particular episode, is that the opposition, the opposite of courage is not fear, it's not cowardice, it's conforming to aspects of life that are not you. To give you another perspective on this, another version of conformity that I want to give you an insight on, or share an insight on, is that so many of us have been slaves to our own outdated belief systems. I remember a long time ago, like when I was in my 20s and 30s, even in my early 30s, I was still a victim of belief systems within myself that worked for me when I was 14 or 15, but no longer worked for me when I was 26, 27. And, you know, I went through some wake up calls to to be really shaken up, to, to upgrade or update my belief systems. And so many people, you know, people who don't change over time or change very little over time are conforming to belief systems that have been proven to work, but they, they might have worked in 1983, but don't work in 2020. So having the courage to be you, being prepared to be misunderstood, to be loyal to your emotional compass, to be aligned to your truth, I absolutely and utterly admire that in anybody because I reckon it takes guts. Most people would sacrifice being misunderstood to conform So there's a delicate balance to all of this. Sometimes we need to conform for a higher purpose that matters to us more than conforming. And sometimes when we are conforming, we need to be aware of for what purpose are we conforming? Because if we're conforming just for conformity's sake, if we're conforming just so we can be part of something or uh, fit in somewhere, then that's where we're making a mistake. And Courage, courage, I think is how you say it in French. My wife was trying to teach my son Oliver this week. I can tell you that the first four letters of the word courage, C O U R, which is which is Latin French for heart, and it takes guts to listen to what's within us. So whether I'm making sense to you or whether I'm not, whether there's something I've shared with you in this episode that causes you to think is that I believe that in these in these rare situations that we're in like this that it can be really difficult difficult to conform to the fear conform to the fear of the masses and you can tell the ones who are scared and you can tell the ones that are not you know when i go running every day or most days when i go running i can tell the people who are in fear and the people who are not the people who are in fear behave ridiculously like when i was i don't know if i said this in my last episode i was running down this particular road near my house and this woman Just leant up against this fence in a very exaggerated way to make a 1.5 meter space because, you know, I was like meters away from her. And she exaggerated this this reaction to uh, a runner, a sweaty runner running by. Now, I know that by saying that, that that could be a risky thing that I'm saying. But you know what? People who are not living in fear don't react that way. Because if she's reacting to everything in her experience that way, all she's doing is compromising her immune system, ironically, and being an echo, you know, producing even more fear. So be aligned. Be loyal to yourself, especially in these situations, this rare, incredibly weird situation that we're in. Be loyal to a belief system that is in alignment to who you want to be. It's moments like these that we truly discover what our values really are. You know, as uh, Dr. Martini says, you know, and I'm I'm, I'm ad libbing here, but it's when we really push ourselves that we discover what we're made of, and what we're made of is our, is of our values. And when we know, when we push ourselves and we discover what's important, we, in extremes we discover what's important. We get clear on our priorities, and our priorities are our values. Be loyal to that. Be loyal to the sacred few in your life that you would do anything for, that you would die for, who you would just do anything for. I know in my life I'm surrounded by a handful of beautiful, incredible people who I would do anything for, and I admire and respect, and um, they have they are they are all heroes to me. So. Have the courage to be you, to continue to grow into who you're becoming, and don't bend to the pressures of conformity. It's just not worth it. However, you want to translate that into your life, whether it's from a health perspective, a political perspective, a financial perspective, a lifestyle perspective, a spiritual perspective, a faith-based perspective, whatever it might be. That's the purpose of our life, is to be ourselves. All right. So I think that pretty much winds down my thoughts for the week and my insights. And well, I hope you um, got something from that. So I really appreciate you listening. I really do. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to tuning in to uh, episode 27 next week with you. Hey, before I wrap up, can I just share something with you? Just uh, something on a lighter side, right? You know, I've been running a series of webinars and classes and trainings for all my clients on how to deal with this uncertainty by boosting our emotional fitness. And one of the aspects of boosting our emotional fitness, right, is to have humour, to have lightness. So I think I might have said this joke last time. I can't remember. But uh, one of the things I've been sharing with my uh, people is, um, you know, I used to cough. I used to I used to cough to hide my farts. Now I fart to hide my coughs. I love that. It's so bloody hilarious. And forgive me if I've already shared this on previous episodes, but I just thought I'd leave you with something a little bit lighter. All right, guys, enjoy your week. Have a great morning. Have a great afternoon. Have a phenomenal evening, wherever you might be. And I will see you. Well, see you. I will share more insights with you in the upcoming episode in another week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. I'm Joe Parnay, and you've been listening to Insights, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you're thoroughly loving the journey of these messages, please feel more than welcome to leave a review and be sure to leave a comment on what you've been learning and how useful this has been to you and, and how you've been sharing this with those around you. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm looking forward to being with you again very soon in the next episode of Insights, the podcast.